can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. So Hannah, you're going on a bit of an adventure. Tell the audience. So I'm going on a three-day hike where we carry everything on our back and we hike from place to place and then camp. I did like a practice run setting the tent up. Mm-hmm. It's a it's <laughs> tiny. I don't – I've got an ultra-thin mattress, which uh... – I mean, the one thing I keep thinking about is like, you know how bad I am with sleep. Like what yes. if my – what if my charger pack dies and I can't charge my phone? And you can't and then, watch your TV before And then bed. I can't watch TV to go to sleep. I mean, that's going to be... Have you ever gone to sleep without watching TV? Not for 17 years. Wow. So I actually, I met this guy in Bali and we had this like romance and I remember I went back to his place <laughs> and I lay awake until five in the morning until I couldn't take it any longer and I, I got a cab back to my hotel. Oh my God. You really couldn't go to sleep without the TV? No. Wow. Well, I hope you're okay <laughs> on the trip. I am a little bit concerned now. <laughs> I think I'll be fine. I'm bringing my like industrial like charger pack. Okay. So everything's going to be all right. But I thought I'd share the beauty products that I'm taking because this mm-hmm. has been a bit of an, something that we've been discussing because I haven't been sure what to take. So I'm taking yep. only three beauty products. The first one is I'm going to take a face halo because um, you have to take all your rubbish with you. Mm-hmm. And also like I didn't want to have to carry like my cellar water or, or cleanser. Mm-hmm. Just bringing a face halo to wash off the sunscreen at night. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring ultraviolet supreme screen. Of course, that's going to be my SPF and my moisturizer. And then I won't be putting anything on at night. Does that make you stressed out? A little bit. <laughs> I was considering taking, because it's so light, but I've got to save space, is the evening radiant serum from Biology. What if you just take a moisturizer, like a tube of moisturizer? You know that Bioderma one I really like? Oh, like a, if I brought like a sample, a little sample. Yeah, you could take a sample. Yeah, maybe I'll see if there's something at the office and take like a little sample. I only need two nights worth. Yeah. And then I'm also going to take, and and remember Caroline Hiron said fannies, flights and festivals only for wipes? Yes. Um, well, mm-hmm. I consider this one of those. Yeah. So I am going to take some Vagisil feminine wipes. Um, mm-hmm. And you can get those at Chemist Warehouse. They're $4.99. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm really excited. But what is on today's episode, Joe? So on today's episode, it's a bit of an Adore affair. We've got two Adore Beauty staff members joining us, Shanti and Millie. So stay tuned for that. We're talking about one of our brand new initiatives at Adore Beauty. And we're also talking about affordable hair care and our products we didn't know we needed. So our audience generally know our first segment as the cringy convo. So today it's going to look a little bit different because I think this topic is still cringeworthy just because of the fact that it's still occurring in 2021. And so we have one of our very loved team members, Shanti, joining us today. Welcome to the podcast, Shanti. One of our longest serving Adore team members. Yes. Yeah. So Shanti and I are both OGs. Shanti's been in the business for longer than me. (laughs) How long have you, is it 
eight years for you? Yeah, almost nine years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So something you've been working on very hard behind the scenes, Shanti, is an initiative called Global Shades. So I wanted you to share with our audience what Global Shades is and how it actually came about because it's been a really, really long time in the works, like years in the works. So talk us through it. So Global Shades is actually a call for change for the Australian beauty industry because currently foundation and concealer shades that cater to people of colour, which are sold overseas, are currently not available in Australia. And what happens with any kind of retail industry is that globally, each market is given what is deemed suitable for that particular population. And in Australia, our population isn't deemed multicultural enough for us to get those global shades. So this initiative is really about raising awareness of this as an issue, educating people on the issue, um, sharing some of those voices of of lived experiences from um, Black, Indigenous and people of colour and globally getting us to redefine what Australian is and what Australian looks like. Mm. So for a long time, we were working towards stocking all of the shades that were available in the Australian market, which we have done for a couple of years now. Yeah. So the first, um, the first step of the project was really to make sure that we had all Australian available shades that we Mm. were selling on our site. And we were able to do that with every single foundation and concealer brand. And the next stage of the project is to be able to acquire all globally available shades. Um, Mm -hmm. And that has proven to be more of a challenge. I remember you presenting um, this initiative to me for the first time and you actually um, introduced it with a really powerful visualisation tool. So um, I'd love for you to share with the audience what that was. Yeah, no, when I presented, when I presented Global Shades to the leadership team and and to Hannah, I got everyone to close their eyes. So for our listeners, I I want you each to close your eyes. Um, If you're driving, don't obviously drive while closing your eyes, pull over. over. But I want you to close your eyes because I want you to imagine something. I want you to imagine a special little girl um, in your life. That could be your daughter, that could be your niece, a friend's child, just as long as she's someone that's really special to you. Now I want you to imagine that she's getting ready for her school formal. It's her first school formal. She's with all of her girlfriends and One of the parents has decided to get the girls their hair and makeup done for the event. And it's the first time that they're all going to have this experience and they are beyond excited. And each of the girls takes a turn in the chair, getting her hair and makeup done. And finally, it's your little girl's turn to have her hair and makeup done. And she has her hair curled and she looks at herself and she's feeling fabulous. And then it's time for her makeup to get done. And the makeup artist doesn't actually have her shade and she doesn't have a shade anywhere near close to your little girl's skin tone. And in that moment, your little girl looks back at her friends and then at the mirror and she realizes that she's different. She attends her first school formal feeling that way. And the reason you can open your eyes now, The reason that I get or I got um, the leadership team and Hannah to close their eyes and visualize that particular scenario was because that was actually a real life experience of mine. And it was a way of showing people who aren't directly affected by this problem to understand that it's something that people of color will have to deal with um, throughout their lives and 
starting as young as I was when I was only 14 years old. And so beauty is meant to be this amazing experience. It's meant to be discovery and fun and excitement. And when you are that young and that's your first experience with the beauty industry and the beauty world, um, it doesn't make you feel fabulous. It makes you feel excluded and it makes you feel different in a, in a not so great way. That's really what I want to change with this Global Shades initiative is to make sure that no more little girls or little boys of colour have to have that experience ever again. Mm, it's such a powerful way to introduce the initiative to people and it's backed up by several other stories of other women of colour that have had similar negative experiences with the beauty industry. Were there any stories that really struck a chord with you from the initiative? If anyone hasn't seen the content, it's on our channels now. But the one that really just made me teary was Milan's Mm, story. Was it the same for you? Did you find yourself choking up as she was telling her story? Yeah. And working on this project, I mean, all of the stories really hit a nerve and um, Mm. I found a sense of familiarity in each story because I felt exactly how they felt. But one that definitely hit the hardest was probably from Milan. Um, Milan, who is actually a Sudanese-Australian model um, and she's on The Amazing Race as well. She actually shared her story because for, for someone like Milan who does modeling, she actually has to have that experience over and over again as a daily occurrence mm. because it's her job. Um, so she often attends photo shoots where the makeup artist doesn't have her shade. If you've watched the video and if you haven't, please watch the video. But Milan actually tells us that story. Milan, the model, actually tells us that story of how a makeup artist actually sat in front of her and took the deepest shade of beige that she had and a black eyeshadow and started to mix the black eyeshadow into the foundation and then apply Mm. it to her skin. My jaw dropped Mm. in that video. I can't believe that she's actually had to experience that. Me either. It was just heartbreaking and shocking all at the same time. So she now carries her own foundation and her own makeup products in her bag when she attends any photo shoots because yeah, she doesn't actually get to sit in a chair and have her makeup done like everyone else. Uh, She has to bring her own supplies with her. And I think the sad part about that is that when you're doing that over and over again every day, whenever you're booked for, for a job, you're having that experience of you're excluded, you're not part of the beauty conversation, you're not our ideology of what beauty is. I think that really mm-hmm. becomes quite scarring. And so yeah. to see Milan and um, how emotional she got, it was heartbreaking. Mm. You know, for the first five years of her career, she wasn't even able to book jobs in Australia because there was no work for people of colour. And so she was actually stationed in or lived in Australia, but um, she actually had to travel overseas in, in order to get work. And so she would go to the US and to Europe and she would book these amazing catwalks and these great um, photo shoots And only then um, did Australia decide to call her Australian Sudanese. Before that, she was only referred to as a Sudanese model. And I thought that was that was really telling as well, is that unless um, you've made it globally, Australia doesn't want to own you or doesn't want to claim that you're part of what makes up our country. Mm. It's just astounding Mm. to hear all of that. Yeah, I think I've cried every single time I've watched the video now. So... Can you tell us a bit more about Global Shades and 
what that means for Adore customers. Yeah. I mean, I forgot to tell you guys how it all started. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Probably should have started at the beginning. Um, I actually, I'd been working for the company um, for a couple of years and I decided that it was time to speak up. And I actually wrote a letter to our founder, Kate Morris, to let her know that I wasn't able to shop for foundation or concealer on our site. And one of Adore Beauty's core values is doing the right thing. And so uh, when I approached Kate, you know, going back to our core values was of doing the right thing, we decided that we were going to make it our mission to change that and to make sure that we were able to cater to people of color when selling complexion products. So that's kind of how Global Shades started. That was about four years ago, and it's been a very long journey, Um, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. And to be completely transparent, it's not been easy. And I think anything that requires change and change of society and change of behavior, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. And it's something that you actually need to start by raising awareness that there is an issue because I I know that a lot of Australians today and probably a lot of Australians that are listening don't realize that this is even a problem and so it's raising awareness of that issue it's educating people you know the fact that we actually don't educate our professionals that are going into the industry as makeup artists as hairstylists on how to cater to people of color is really telling of the type of industry that we're building. And so there's this really core part of education that's needed in the industry that will then allow us to gain access to the products that we need. So once we've got access to the products, making sure that these professionals know how to use the products, know how to shade match, know how to um, cater to different skin types. So it's, it's a very big conversation and one that's not an easy fix, which is why it's been such a long journey. And can you tell us about some of the brands that are involved in the Global Shades initiative? What brands are expanding their shade ranges at Adore? So we actually started we in 2017 by launching the brand Makeup Forever. And if you know Makeup Forever, it is the most diverse and inclusive brand probably on the market alongside MAC. Plus it's the best formulas, like so just all around great brands. So Makeup Forever is a very inclusive brand and was the first brand that gave us access to all globally available shades of every single product that we stocked from their range. So It was amazing to see, but it was also a brand that aligned with that diversity and inclusion mindset because that's actually part of their brand DNA. That's what they support and they champion in a lot of their marketing campaigns, a lot of their advertising, but not just in marketing and advertising campaigns, but in their range. So in their actual ranges, you don't just see three shades of a darker hue. Uh, You can actually Mm. see the same breadth of shades that are offered to, you know, lighter Australians as they are to the deeper Australians. So yeah, Makeup Forever was a great success for us to launch in 2017. And then that was followed by MAC Cosmetics, which again, another brand that's very diverse and inclusive. And then after, after MAC, we actually had quite a few of our foundation brands decide to open up their shade ranges for their best-selling foundations. So brands like It Cosmetics, Lancome, Giorgio Armani, they all gave us access to all globally available shades for their number one um, foundation. And the biggest one that was really key to us was to make sure that we had that for Estee Lauder's Double Wear Stay in Place because Double Wear was our best-selling foundation on the site. So you can imagine being able to offer all of our customers access to our best-selling foundation was really key. 
it's so easy for retailers. And I think after the Black Lives Matter movement, um, everyone wanted to kind of react and respond and do something. And so the action that they first reached for was representation. And so what you saw was a lot of Instagram feeds and a lot of marketing campaigns that all of a sudden had these models that were models of color. And it probably felt from an outsider's perspective, it probably felt like we were moving in the right direction. And, you know, all of a sudden this is great. We're being inclusive, but in actual fact, if you step to representation first before actually looking at education and access to these products, you're really not helping the issue. You're actually band-aiding the issue. Mm-hmm. So ticking the box of making sure that there's people of colour in your in your newsfeed or in your marketing campaigns, that's not actually the answer that we're looking for. Um, what we're looking for is access to the products that actually cater to them um, and education that supports that. I guess on the whole process and whether or not you feel like, are we at the place that we want to be or is there like more work that needs to be done? Look, you know, makeup was the the most obvious step that we first took. But after that, it kind of flows into other areas of beauty because every facet of beauty is actually impacted by this issue. You know, you're talking about SPFs and we always talk about making sure that you wear SPF every day. But SPF for people of colour is actually a big challenge because it often um, shows up as a white cast or it makes your skin really ashy. So there's skincare, there's hair care. Um, you know, hair care for people of colour, especially people of colour that have Afro hair industries, the hairdressing industry doesn't actually support education. That means that they're training their professionals to actually cater their services to people of colour. And so that's a really big area. Do we sell products that actually help these customers with their hair concern? So yes, complexion is, is the first step for us, but there is many, many more steps to come. And it's going to be a long road, but it's going to be a road of positive change. And I'm really excited about it. Congratulations, Shanti, on launching such a meaningful initiative. It's such an important thing that you're doing. And I hope that you're really proud of yourself. It's been such a pleasure to watch you put this together. And I know the impact this is going to have not only on our audience, but on Australians in general. So thank you for the effort that's gone into this. And I know that it's meant a lot to you. So. Thanks. Thank you. And thanks for having me on the podcast so I could share this. (laughs) So Shanti, where can our audience find more information on Global Shades if they are wanting to know more? So you can actually visit a website called globalshades.org. You can sign the petition. Uh, You can share your own story if you identify as Black, Indigenous or a person of colour. And if you don't, and if you're an ally and you support this, then please share the campaign video and sign the petition. The video is on IGTV, which you can share to your stories using the hashtag StockAllShades. So today we're having a chat with someone from our customer experience team, Millie Porter, who you may have seen on our YouTube channel. Uh, She's the star of hair care, knows everything there is to know about hair. And today we're talking affordable hair care with Millie. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Good morning. Hi, everyone. Such a pleasure to have you on here. I love watching your YouTube videos. So I thought, I think she belongs on the podcast as well. Let's bring her on. Oh, stop it. Well, same goes. I'm always listening to the potty being like, oh my God, get me on there. I'm ready. (laughs) Um, So today we're going to talk about affordable hair care. And I'm sure you get asked this all the time by our own customers. 
Can you talk to us a little bit about what sets apart the stuff we buy from the supermarket from the stuff that we might buy from our hairdresser? Because you are an ex-hairdresser. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It's such a common question. Even when I was in the salon, everyone was like, why? Like, why do I need it? Like, I'm still cleansing my hair. And I'm like, you know what? You're exactly right. They are similar in that you are still cleansing your hair. They're still going to help to cleanse the scalp. But it's more like the key factors of how they cleanse the scalp and what you know, those benefits of cleansing the scalp are. So um, a huge, huge, huge one that you're going to see is mainly the quality of ingredients. When you're talking supermarket versus professional, you're going to look at even things like the silicones in both. Like you can read the ingredients and you're like, okay, well, they've got silicones. Why am I spending top dollar versus supermarkets? But the reason is, you know, you're spending top dollar with those professional ones because it's a water-soluble silicone, so it's not going to build up. So it means that, you know, when you go in for your colour and you're like, I've just had this incredible colour done, I've spent to the moon, I look great, I'm going out, feeling great, and then, you know, three to four to six weeks later, you're like, okay, well, this looks completely different. You know, it looks like you haven't had your hair done for 12 months Mm -hmm. and you're like, what's going on? And they come back to us and we're like, what's going on? And the reason for that is things react differently. So your color is going to react differently when you're using different shampoos or maybe not the best quality shampoo. So it's little things like that. Quality of the ingredients. You're also looking at like if it's fragranced. So sometimes they're more naturally sourced fragrance, which means that in those professional hair care, especially if it is fragranced, you're looking at top quality, nothing that's going to dry out the hair, nothing that you know you may have a reaction to, just things like that. So salon hair care isn't within the budget for a lot of us, especially since we go through it so quickly. What are your favorite, more affordable brands that still sit within that salon quality but won't break the bank? Oh, okay. So we just did a video on this and I was so excited because at Adore, we stock so many incredible brands, particularly, you know, so many incredible brands that are so reasonably priced, like wildly reasonably priced. So I guess for me, my like main top ones that I'm always going to refer back to are brands like Eleven. You know, you're looking at $25 to $26 for one shampoo and one conditioner. That's not completely breaking the bank and you're still getting great formulas that are going to help with your color. You know, they've got like a hydrating shampoo and conditioner range that is just, oh, chef's kiss for anyone. (laughs) And, you know, their blonde shampoo and conditioner is one of my all-time favorites. It's incredible. Even brands like L'Oreal Professional, you know, you've got incredible, incredible products. Like their Enforcer smells like, it's like sweet watermelon. I always say that it reminds me of something that like it's an Ariana Grande kind of scent. Like (laughs) it just smells so good. And that's, you know, only like $29. So hitting that kind of $30 range, I think is a really safe base for someone to kind of dip their little toes into. And then, you know, brands like Knack, like Knack have just always been around, Mm. but so underrated. They've just repackaged and not only do they look stunning, like their branding, like you look at the bottle and you're like, she's hot. She looks great. Like (laughs) I want her in my bathroom, but they're like $31. So Mm. it's great. There are options. Joe, what's your favorite affordable brand? I would have to say Eleven. I've got quite a few products from Eleven. And I guess if you're considering the price point, as you said, Millie, like $25 for us if we're buying Kerastar seems like a bargain. Yeah. But yep. for someone that's been buying supermarket shampoo and they might spend 
$7. And they get it on sale for $4. Yeah, You know, exactly. for a one litre. So it is quite a jump even to go to 25 um, mm. But, you know, as, as we're saying, it's kind of like that middle ground. It's not mm. supermarket level pricing, but it's also mm. not your Kerastas Orbe pricing either. So yeah. it's kind of somewhere in the middle. So I have my favourite. Thanks yeah. for asking. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes, Hannah, what is your favourite? Tell me more. So I think this is more, this is more in the middle range because um, but it's Goldwell. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. The Kerastock yeah. shampoo and conditioner is thirty seven, but they've also got the Jewel Senses mm. twenty eight dollars fifty for the shampoo and con- the conditioner, and then the mask is thirty dollars and fifty cents. But that they also have like a Revive color conditioner, which is only thirty two ninety five. I mean, I say only, but it's really really good yeah. stuff like mm. i'm yeah. for frizzy hair especially it's hard to get good products for frizzy hair so I do you think- know what's so good from them and i've literally gotten every single person that i know that ever has like you know if it's mm. humid outside and their hair starts to frizz their humid control spray is mm. ballistic like I tried it one day and I was like, this is incredible. So if you had to pick any um, specific products that are must-haves from any of those ranges that you mentioned or any other affordable ranges, what would they be and who are they suitable for? Obviously, you just mentioned the humidity spray. Yes. So I, I do love I do love that one. So one of my favorites is obviously the 11 Miracle Hair Treatment. I think, you know, at $24.95, you're not breaking the bank and you get so many great benefits. So it helps, you know, strengthen fragile hair. It's incredible for frizz, flyaways, smoothness, softness. You can put it in wet, you can put it in dry. It really like helps to detangle and like manage the hair as well. Not just that, but it also comes in a spray form and a cream. So I think, you know, for what it does, you've got so many incredible options. And obviously to continue on with Eleven, their dry finish texture spray. Oh, she's so, so good. Like if you want that beautiful like wave with like a little bit of a tussle or, you know, you're on like second or third day hair and you just kind of want to like scruff her up a little bit, she's beautiful. So it's like a volumizing and texturizing spray. It smells like watermelons. Like sometimes I'll just spritz her just to be like, oh, delicious. (laughs) None. Love. It's suitable for everyone as well. Like anyone can use it. Super, super, super underrated products. I find that L'Oreal Professional in general, their Techniart range, kind of gets forgotten about. It's been around for ages for hairdressers where like, yep, cool, yes, done. I know that I can get the job done with anything. But they recently released, and I think it was probably in the last like four years, the Techniart Transformer Lotion. And the reason it's one of my favorites is because it's incredible for men and women. It's a super, super, super versatile like styling lotion. So you put it in your hand and, and it's a liquid. And then when you kind of mix it around, the more you mix it, it kind of goes from a pomade to like a wax. And when you like pull it apart your hands, it kind of looks like little um, like Spider-Man kind of strands. So it has these little fibers. It's so cool. But the reason it's great is because say you've got shorter hair, right? You have shorter, finer hair or even, you know, a curly haired kind of male. And he just wants a bit of oomph or she just wants a bit of oomph. You put it in, it just kind of helps the hair like kind of stand up and and gives each little texture its own little fiber but you can get like different finishes so that's why it's one of my favorite and it's a heat 
protector as well. Mm-hmm. For the person who's on the go and they don't want to use a million and one different products and they just want something that's, you know, going to help their hair, chuck a bit of a hair dry through out the door in five minutes, incredible. Can I ask you on affordable, mm-hmm. we haven't spoken about Fanola. What are your thoughts yeah. on Because it's $20 for the no, I was looking at our most, like our best sellers and it's one of our best sellers is the no yellow shampoo. Have you tried that? I have. I like it in the sense that it is so pigmented and so crazy. So if you need something that's going to knock out that yellow, like ASAP, like I wouldn't add it to my everyday routine just because Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, sometimes with some purple shampoos, they can dry out the hair a little bit. It's just the nature of purple shampoos or majority of purple shampoos. So I think having it in your routine for every, you know, once every three weeks or once every, you know, fortnight is okay. I wouldn't be boasting to use it every single wash mm. because I find you, unless, you know, you like that super silver, like overtone kind of look. But on that same kind of spectrum, you know, the NAC anti-yellow is just as pigmented, but I find that I can kind of get away with having it in my routine maybe every two to three washes versus every, you know, three weeks. So, bougie brands, um, you're an ex-hairdresser. What are your faves? Okay, so obviously I don't shut up about Kerastase. There's a reason for me not yeah, shutting up about too. Kerastase. <laughs> yeah, like I just, you know, I'm obsessed. And it's not just me. Like I've obviously worked with the brand in salon for three years. So you get very comfortable, you know, talking about the brand, talking about the products and not just doing that, but seeing the results. So, you know, I would see someone pick up that Kerastase and come back in six to 12 weeks and be like, what is this magic in the bottle? And I'm like, you are welcome. You're a believer. And I'm so sorry for your bank account. Like (laughs) these things do happen. But you know, not just that, they have something for everyone. And I think that's the incredible part. I think that no one person fits in one little circle box and you can't go, cool, my hair needs hydration. So I'm going to use all of these hydration. I think, you know, you're always going to have, you know, someone who might have oily roots, but they've got bright blonde ends. And then, you know, they've got a bit of a curl. So they need some curl products. So it's great that you can kind of cherry pick and you can move between those families you've got other great brands such as like kevin murphy who are doing you know what kerastase do but they're doing it sulfate paraben silicon free Mm. and all their packaging is recycled now yeah exactly Mm. so you know it's kind of like you get kerastase squeaky clean cousin and you've got everything from natural ingredients to sustainably packaged and you still get all of the same incredible great finishes and then I can't, of course, not talk about Olaplex. You know, they're incredible. I think for the time, they were so revolutionary bringing out a product not just to help hairdressers and help professionals, but then to bring that home into, you know, someone's bathroom is incredible now that they've got their number zero and their number three, which is the bomb. And even like their oil, like their styling oil is phenomenal. It doesn't weigh the Mm -hmm. hair down. You can put it in again, wet or dry. So, so incredible. I think brands are kind of coming out with that. They are bougie priced there. They all sit around that kind of like $50 mark. So it is a bit more of an investment. But again, you're not looking at that kind of Orbe where you're going into that $60, $70, $80 realm, Mm. which again, Orbe, incredible. Orbe is worth it just for the smell. Honestly, the smell, the packaging, it just feels luxe. So if you have that couple little extra little dollars and you want to give it a go, it is worth it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I would buy Orbe shampoos and conditioners to put in my bathrooms, but like refill them with 
something yeah. cheaper. Exactly. Because <laughs> they look so good. They look great. I mean, why Like, why not? You get the look, you get the without the price tag. <laughs> no one's going to know. <laughs> How would they know? Um, <laughs> now, we thought we'd do a little bit of a pop quiz with you, Millie, um, to try and get the, the best of out of you. So, Hannah, do you want to start Millie off on the pop quiz? Sure. So, best hair mask under $30 for treating dry, damaged, colour-treated hair. I think it would be impossible to go past the 11 three-minute repair rinse, $27.95. You've got something that's not just a protein, but it's also like a moisture-based product. And for the blonde-haired friends, there's also, you know, a purple colour treatment mask as well. So... Can't go Mm -hmm. wrong. 11, always. This one's for Hannah. Best smoothing product under $30 for managing frizz. So my two favourites would be the 11 Frizz Control Shaping Cream and the L'Oreal Professional Techniart List Control Gel Cream. Both of them are incredible for curl control frizz and they're $26.95, so you're not like breaking the bank again. Just depends on what your preference is. If you prefer something, you know, silicone, sulfate, paraben-free, then you would go 11. But if you're wanting something that's like for frizz alone and for dry hair, then the L'Oreal Professional Siri Expert Nutrifying DD Balm is only $14. And that's one that I keep in my handbag all the time. So if I'm out and about and, you know, there's a bit of wind, I get a little bit of frizz or, you know, I just want to kind of smooth down any ends, you just pop like a little tiny, like half a pea size in, give her a bit of a scrunch in and she, you know, you're good to go. Or again, the 11 Miracle Hair Treatment. $24.95. Mm. Can't beat her. What is the best shampoo and conditioner on the affordable spectrum for fine, thin hair? Ooh, okay. I would definitely go with L'Oreal Professional Volumetry Shampoo and Conditioner. Super underrated, about $29. Um, You only need a tiny amount. It's quite concentrated. And I find that it's one of those ones where the formula doesn't weigh the hair down. You get a nice little, like, root lift without you know getting too oily or anything like that and then for my blonde haired friends you could even switch the conditioner to the enforcer conditioner so you could have something for the roots and then you know you get your strengthening and your moisture based conditioner again without laying down the hair mm-hmm. uh best dry shampoo under 30 dollars this one is very hard my all-time favorite is igk's it's 42 but but, but, but they do have little minis that are $21. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> Doesn't count, so, Millie. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'll go with the, uh, it's the 11. Give me, uh, it's give me clean dry hair. It's $24.95. Again, scent is incredible. Finish is just as you expect from a dry shampoo. I like to put it either in, in my roots before I go to sleep. So then when you sleep, you get that really nice zhuzh kind of feel. Or the NAC Dry Hair Clean Shampoo is $19.95. And best affordable products for dry flaky irritated scalp yes so we mentioned it earlier um goldwell scalp specialist again goldwell have a really great it's a part of that jewel senses range it's 28.50 and then my other favorite is the instant clear from l'oreal which is 29 dollars. both of them are actually formulated with um zinc pyrithione so that helps to fight you know the flakiness and then the goldwell product also has pyroctone olamine which is actually an, an active antifungal Um, It helps to stop like the more like sebaceous, so that kind of oily kind of dandruff. It even helps, obviously, if you have an oilier scalp. So it makes it, you know, a great option for anyone who, yeah, if you have an oilier scalp, both of those are great. They'll help to fight those. But then obviously with your dry, irritated, flaky scalps, it'll also help with them. Amazing. 
Well, we've covered everything off um, that we could <laughs> in a limited amount of time with you, Millie. Thank you for chatting to us about affordable hair care. You can check Millie's videos out on our YouTube channel if you want to see more of her. I don't know why you wouldn't because she's just a delight. <laughs> Thanks, Jo. I appreciate it. Anytime. Anytime. I love talking about it. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks, Millie. Okay, so product we didn't know we needed, Hannah. Share with me what is yours today? You know those products that you use like every single week and you use them all the time and then I never actually talk about it here? Yes, 100%. Because it's just such a boring product. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I use the Air Motion Detangling Hairbrush every single time I wash my hair and I was like, I was using it the other day and I was like, how come I've never spoken about this? But it is a brush that I use. I use it in the shower. I just want to read this out. It has air shock technology to provide a contour sensitive, ultra comfortable hair brushing experience. I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Says the patent pending air shock absorption design significantly reduces strain on the hair and scalp, instead creating a cushioned experience without pain or stress. Yeah, so it's like actually like a, quite a technological hairbrush. It like it, I use it to detangle and brush through because my hair's so coarse. If I wash my hair, I end up I could I if I didn't brush my hair in the shower, I'd end up with dreadlocks for sure. Really? Yeah, it gets really knotted really easily. So I mm-hmm. use this every time I I, I brush my mask through Mm -hmm. and it's like the best detangling brush that I've used. I just really like it. How much is it? It is $19.95. Oh, bargain. Worth every penny. What do you use to detangle in the shower or you don't use anything? I don't use anything in the shower. Um, So fun fact about me, I've had the same hairbrush since I was about seven years old. No. So my auntie got me this hairbrush when I was really young and she painted it and it has my name on it. And I just loved it so much that I've just had it ever since. And like I get, I get so many hairbrushes to try and I always go back to that one because it's just the best. It doesn't like yank on my hair and my hair's very fine and it's very knotty. Mm. So it's hard to find a brush that doesn't rip all my hair out and that doesn't rip all my hair out. And I know that it's like, why do you still have a brush from when you were seven? But like, I, just, wow. I, can't, I can't get rid of it. So I kind of go between all different brushes, trying them out, and I always seem to go back to that one. I do really like the Christophe Raban Boar Bristle one for doing ponytails Mm -hmm. because it really like pulls everything back and it makes it super sleek. So I really like that for that. But for detangling, it's probably my childhood hairbrush. Nice. You cannot buy that at a door. That is exclusive (laughs) to Joanna's aunt. Um, so my product I didn't know I needed is the Aven Thermal Spring Water, which yes, is just a bougie can of water. But let me tell you, I have been using this for the last few weeks before I do all of my skincare. Mm. And I just think it is the most refreshing thing I've ever experienced. Have you used this product before? I haven't. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I have never thought to use. I know that it. I remember it being good for sensitive skin that's reactive yeah. to like because sensitive skin can be reactive to water. Yes. Yeah. And depending where you're based, some people have hard water, which is just much more harsh on the hair and skin. So I just wanted to try this out for myself and see whether it would make any difference to my skincare routine. I don't know that necessarily that it's made any difference, 
but oh, it is so refreshing. And I just mm. spritz it on before I do, because usually I would put my skincare on while my skin's still kind of moist from the shower mm. or from cleansing my face at the basin. So I just spritz that on. It's like cool water. It's like, you know, those mist things at the tennis. Yes. I love those. Like they blow oh, mist on you. It's like that. <laughs> it's every morning and night I've been doing that. And it just feels like I'm walking past one of those mist things. Mm. It's so fine. And it just, oh, it's so refreshing. I just love it. And I know that it's just bougie water. But it's twenty five ninety five, and the can's massive, so I don't know how quickly I'm going to go through it. But I'll keep you posted on that. But I am really enjoying it, and it does. It's a nice product to use to um, dampen your skin if you want to apply our products onto damp skin. So our sister podcast, Skincare School, is still running. How mm. many weeks are left of that? So we've had six episodes, so we're almost halfway through. No, halfway through twelve episodes. So yeah, go and check out Skincare School if you want to start from the very beginning. We've done what's your skin type, how to build a skincare routine, what's a serum. And then we basically, um, we're at the point now that we're going through each of the ingredients, vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C and antioxidants. So check that out. It's with Lab Muffin Beauty Science and our senior editor at Adore, Amy Clark. So yeah, if you basically hate Hannah and I talking about um, dating and Thailand all the time, that's probably the place to Speaking be. Speaking of Thailand. <laughs> oh, here we go. A listener did send me <laughs> that Thailand will most likely be reopening without the need to quarantine once people have been vaccinated. So I have my fingers and my toes crossed. Anyway, we will see you all next week. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.